I V M. Welcome to All Things Policy, a daily podcast by the Takshashila Institution. We are a bunch of policy nerds based in Bengaluru, and we like bringing fresh perspectives to Indian affairs and Indian perspectives to global affairs. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us for today's chat. Hello and welcome to All Things Policy. On this second day of our All Things Policy New Year, we'd like to talk a little bit about uh, policy careers. Since yesterday we had Jairam Ramesh with us, telling us about how a bunch of smart Indians really transformed the country in the 1930s and 1940s, we thought it'd be a great time to talk about how you can actually get on board with us and work together to change the country today. And I think that this is really, considering the state of the country today, really the perfect time to talk about it. Um, so with me, I have a bunch of folks from our policy school. I have with us Apoorv, our program manager. I have Shibani, policy analyst, who also does kind of everything. And of course, Samia, who heads our corporate engagement. Um, so what we're going to be talking about today is how exactly careers in public policy work, uh, what kind of backgrounds people uh, come from when they enter the space, the kind of things they hope to achieve, and the kind of work we actually do. Um, so let's begin with you, Samia. So... Can you tell us a bit about how exactly you decided to get into the space? What's your career trajectory been like? Okay, so I wouldn't say there's a direct linkage with my academic background to what's happening now in terms of my career. Um, but I was just curious about public policy overall. I think it was just an area of interest uh, for that uh, matter. Uh, but having been in the corporate and I was doing an um, HR role, there were instances when I fundamentally thought about, you know, getting into the development sector also because of my uh, master's in social work background. So uh, while in the corporate, I was engaged with a lot of CSR activities and that kind of led into a lot of it saying, okay, this is probably the place I need to be and slowly transitioned into the development sector. And I was working with an organization, a tech organization, which was trying to solve credit problems. And so how exactly did that move happen? You said that you decided you wanted to be in a different space, right? So was it because of your intellectual interests or because of a, of a broader social sort of obligation that you felt that you had to uphold? In fact, both. So I said, okay, corporate career was going really well, uh, but that was probably not satisfying enough. Um, and I was always looking out for opportunities. So I picked up some more courses uh, in the process, uh, but nothing stabilized in that sense. Then I said, okay, it's okay to take after 10 years of corporate experience uh, to move into the development sector. And that was great for me because I got to do a lot of grassroots level work. I interacted with a lot of women entrepreneurs, a lot of financial literacy happened through that. Um, the kind of um, uh, impression and the impact that it left on, uh, you know, beneficiaries was something that gave me the courage to think about saying, okay, there's more to it. And um, while we kind of changed lives of women in specific communities and geographies. Um, the question that always was around, how do you scale it? How do you make it a macro level uh, impact? Hmm. And for me, I thought policy could be a solution, but I didn't know enough. And that was the time I was already looking at courses and I had narrowed in on Takshashila hmm. uh, to do my public policy course. And I was, again, deciding whether it should be a postgraduate program or a graduate certificate program. Um, but I had already heard about the rigor and everything that goes into the course. More so for me, the 
frameworks that were taught in the course and uh, the analytical uh, components of it was um, interesting because that was never part of my academics hmm. so taking that to solve um, you know problems was what was exciting for me and um, we worked on the universal basic income uh, as one of the things for our last uh, assignments and that was something that uh, gave a lot of insight to the data that we had and while the government was contemplating at that time whether to do it or not for me i felt we had an edge because it was still in the talks but we were already trying to grapple with data there so that was interesting and with the non profit corporate kind of experience i said this fits well for my next career trajectory did the course and then of course i came on board to head corporate affairs at takshashila so quite a story so we will come back to what what your role is here in a little bit right so i think apurv you had kind of a similar trajectory you worked in corporate for quite a while uh, but the reasons for you actually getting into the space are kind of different so can you, can you tell us a bit about that okay so anirudh i was happily doing my engineering in 2007 oh i was very unhappy doing it okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in my second year somewhere uh, uh, somewhere around 2009 i realized that i had an academic bent of mind and i started liking humanities and liberal arts a lot more than my engineering textbooks and then i decided that i won't be able to continue with the with the uh, with the engineering and the tech in in tech sector and i thought that i should sort of move to to a sector that has more uh, that has more impact to to the society rather than doing an engineering uh, thing and i couldn't visualize myself sitting in a cubicle and solving some some problems for a distant client hmm. uh, so after completing my engineering i spent 2 years in it sector uh but by that time i decided that i would sort of made this transition in 2003 i did my masters in development studies from azim premji university and i think uh, those two years were the best days of my life if my if i may borrow brian adams lines uh because so i just remember he saying that working here is not the best days of his life just yeah i know i need to have a <laughs> conversation with you uh so it opened a whole new universe for me because uh, uh the the structure the curriculum of of development studies in this university is more uh, practitioner oriented rather than theoretical uh, theory based and i got opportunity to work in the boondocks of rural india i worked in uh, so over the past 5 6 years after passing from from university i have worked in seven or eight states across all sectors in healthcare education disability sector skilling uh, and adolescent health so while working as a practitioner i realized that i may have some framework and concepts but those frameworks and concepts are not enough so while working with the government of rajasthan i realized that uh, uh, that personally i don't have that expertise uh, to solve some of the major policy issues so at that point of time i thought that i should uh, i should move to an organization which will give me a 360 degree view of the entire development sector uh, because at that point of time i i realized that i have developed blinkers around around my eyes because it was all about public health it was all about nrhm it was all about uh, ancs and pncs so i moved to a capacity building consultancy firm in which uh, i was anchoring a leadership program and uh, that helped me sort of uh, uh, sort of uh, sink into the development sector so uh, so i i got an opportunity to interact with the development sector organizations large uh, medium size and small organizations with donors with funders and with government officials it was at that point of time i deliberately sort of made a move to policy thing because 
working in a in a CSR, working in health sector, working in in a capacity building sector, I realized that I've still not been able to develop those concepts and those principles, and that f- those frameworks are are still missing. So at that point of time, I I made a decision that I should uh, work. Uh, work with an organization that is working with policy and especially in social development policy because that's my forte and that's my area of interest and here I am. I find it interesting that both you and Samya were both interested in learning about frameworks, learning about concepts and that is what brought you to work at Takashira. Um, interesting, but Shivani here would have a completely different take because you actually studied this uh, for your master's, right? So can you tell us a bit about how you ended up here and how, I mean, how it seems, seems like it would be quite different from this story, right? So I was a very idealistic teenager who knew um, at the age of 16 that she wanted a career in public service. And at that time, it meant joining the civil services. So all my decisions of you know, doing history and economics uh, in school, then doing uh, graduating in economics from college. Everything was around that dream of joining the Indian Civil Service. Um, but it was also during this time that I pushed myself uh, into a lot of internships to get an exposure in terms of what is happening outside of the government. So I interned uh, with a lot of NGOs, Across the city, um, I worked in education, um, did work with people with disabilities and try and see how, you know, we can, uh, how policy can help them. And I also worked in urban planning. So it was just my way of figuring out what exactly I wanted to pursue. So during one of these internships, I also worked with the Ministry of External Affairs uh, on a research project. And um, that experience taught me the value of being outside the bureaucracy and still being able or being in a position to influence policy decisions. That gave me a lot more satisfaction personally. And I thought I could contribute more in that space than I could as a bureaucrat. Hmm. So um, I think that was the decision point for me where I decided I didn't want to, that I could do a lot more keeping that dream of public service alive, but not necessarily as a civil servant. So um, can you tell us a bit about how that kind of leads into your work here? Because you've actually consulted and worked on projects that have, that should ideally, let's hope, influence government policy, right? Right. So what I'm doing right now uh, gives me a lot of satisfaction and I know it's making an impact. Even if it's it's a small dent, I'm, I'm happy to be doing even just that. Because I realized a lot of conversations about politics and policy were limited to my circles. Uh, So people that I went to college with, people who were with me in my master's class, uh, or just my friends. A lot of people on the periphery of my social circle could not see the intended and unintended consequences of certain policies. They were curious for sure, but... um, Maybe they didn't have the time to sort of get into it. And uh, I think that is what I enjoy doing now is making policy understandable for people to then make their own decisions about what is good policy and what isn't. You had a really interesting piece out recently about Kailasha and national recognition. Yeah, (laughs) so I mean, that was for fun. (laughs) But... uh, I like that you can communicate, you can break down ideas because a lot of people consume uh, news 
and what we understand of policy is often based on political rhetoric hmm. or what you hear from your neighbor or your whatsapp group and stuff like that if someone can simplify things and be objective and tell you this is how um, things are going to affect you yet not make the decision for you about whether it's right or wrong good or bad um, i think it it adds a lot of value to public opinion to the narrative uh, around any policy so you see your role basically as um helping people better understand the complexities of the policy space also break down this uh, myth that it's uh, policy is for the corridors of you know raisana hill hmm. it's not it's for the people yes and you should understand it you have elected uh, representatives who are making decisions that should benefit you ultimately Okay um so let's 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 move the conversation to you Sanya so while while Shibani is in more of a public facing role when she's talking um to the public through op-eds and helping break all this down um you kind of lead the charge in another area right uh, specifically engaging with corporates and so on and so forth so you can tell us a bit about how that works and more more importantly um how that kind of bleeds into your overall career trajectory because uh, while chibani made the excellent point that uh, very often policy is sort of a something that that only happens in raisina hill so you have to have three or four masters degrees and maybe five or six phd's to actually talk about it um that doesn't necessarily have to be the case and you can actually understand engage with policy no matter who you are and what your background is how could this be useful to somebody who is in the middle of their career who isn't interested in going back to school again how can they get involved in this space how does it work for them okay i have a couple of points here so one i think for a lot of people just to think about having a career in public policy um they look at universities outside of india or they're looking at courses that will mean you need to kind of put a full stop in your life and you know take a full time course and all of that for me i think one interesting thing about uh, takshashila course itself when i decided to do and before i joined here was the fact that it was online and um definitely flexible in terms of tuning into webinars in case i missed one and also uh, you know uh, having it comfortable for working professionals because it's weekend webinars if it was not for the structure i doubt i would have been able to take it up because i was not in a frame of mind where i will put something on a pause like because i was already working and then i said i'm intrigued by this but will i want to dedicate 2 years of my life and pick up something i wouldn't do that trade off at all uh, so the way i navigated through it itself was the fact that the offering of it was very unconventional uh, if it was a pure academic uh, structured course may maybe that you know i wouldn't even think about it so the structure helped me kind of think through the course first of all secondly while i interact with lot of corporate professionals and people who are just interested but not necessarily thinking of a career shift uh, i see that uh, they don't mind kind of retaining their profile in whichever organization they are right they could be associated with non-profits or corporates or uh, they are with the media and doing communications role so i help them kind of 
understand the program better and there are a lot of instances when we have customized the program for certain requirements in the corporate so that's also interesting because a media company would want to know about how the discourse should be or look at how the narratives are uh, arriving and just the fact that how do you put out stuff you look at it with data rather than having a very newsy kind of uh, uh, tone to it right so that's for me interesting because i understand what the corporate Uh, needs and what we offer and we tie the two together to also meet the you know flexible requirements that corporate would have that i only can spare the team the leadership team for two days so we do that so that ties in well into my corporate career of hr role that i played because the learning and development teams need to understand that it's not always technical training that's going to scale up the organization right as a business you're interested in what's happening in those geographies where you interact with or how your business is going to play a role especially on the economic side of things so sometimes i think people fail to understand that and that's how while shibani says you know you kind of alienate policy and say that's meant for few people and especially the elite i would say it's just the other way around whether we like it or not we are all part of it right that's one other thing that i do here is partnerships so i interact with uh, different entities who would like to kind of collaborate and uh, we do different things it could be round table conversations sometimes on a specific topic on research that we are doing or at times it could be other discussions that we have here so we are trying to also curate uh, people who are invested and interested in the research areas that we work on as well as tie them up to networks where they could thrive on on other research areas which we probably uh, don't do but they are interested in so i think the alumni network engagement is also something that uh, is exciting and for me um, interesting to see how people who take up our courses are able to apply a lot of what is being taught in the program at different positions uh, that they are in so i think just the fact that uh, you know the course is accessible to people and can be taken on a flexible note and you know just having interactions with multiple stakeholders is my role and it thrives into giving a better perspective of what public policy means i think it's pretty cool that basically public policy has been kind of a, almost a natural transition in your career trajectory it hasn't required you to particularly change your career plans in any major way Absolutely. you've been applying the same skills that you've been building up over all these years in a slightly different space but essentially achieving something that you think makes more of an impact which yeah. is pretty cool just adding to one of the things that somya said um, so in my interaction with students i've i've met people who say that we're not looking to like actively switch jobs and move into a different industry from the one that we are currently in but we just want to learn a little bit more and i think uh, the programs that takshila runs at the very sort of elementary level even if you don't uh, you know uh, change jobs or do something very radical after you finish the program you will be a more informed uh, citizen you will know how to cut through the bullshit and you will uh, have a better understanding of what's happening around you and how it's going to impact you and i think just being able to achieve that itself is is a great thing hmm. so anil just to add uh, uh, to what shibani spoke a short while ago that it's a misconception that policy happens at the corridors of power 
I think it's some myth. A policy design might happen at the corridors of power, but the implementation of the very same policy happens at the grassroots level. And there's a whole cadre of people and professionals who help them implement these policies. And it's this this particular cadre that that sort of uh, bridges the last mile delivery problem. I see Takshashila course uh, as a capacity building uh, thing uh, for for the for our students to bridge this this particular gap because the courses are teaching frameworks concepts and principles of public policy public policy analysis that will help them implement these policies in a more effective way Okay, thank you guys so much. So I'm I'm sure that our loyal listeners would have heard uh, 30 second ads for each of our courses in the beginning of every episode up till this point. Uh, So thank you guys for listening to this entire 20 minute advertisement for our courses. Uh, We'd absolutely love to hear from you if you'd like if you'd like to study with us, if you'd like to work with us, absolutely get in touch. Um, We'll put our email IDs and our Twitter handles in the episode description. Uh, So thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so much for listening to All Things Policy. If you liked our show, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can tune into them on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcast.com, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow IVM on social media. The handle is at IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And hey, if you'd like to dive into Takshashila's research on technology, strategy, and economic affairs, check us out at our Twitter handle at takshashilainst or our website takshashila.org.in